You are listening to Mahogany Says Radio Show with Mahogany Silvering. MahoganySilvering.net. Mahogany Silver Rain comes the book Tell Me You Love Me. Tell Me You Love Me is a paranormal and diverse romance novella. This is the first book in the Kenya Clark series. Breaking the Laws of Magic, a supernatural serial killer is unleashed on the city of Atlanta, Georgia. Special Agent Kenya Clark of the GBI Paranormal Crimes Investigation Unit has been given the case. Her partner hates anything to do with the supernatural. Kenya has a gift that allows her to see the crime through the eyes of the victim. However, in this case, she sees through the eyes of the killer. To solve the case, she must find out where her connection to the killer is. But will she and her partner be able to work together? Tell Me You Love Me from author Mahogany Silver Rain is available on Amazon in both Kindle and paperback editions, as well as the author's website, MahoganySilverRain.net. Tell Me You Love Me from author Mahogany Silver Rain. Order your copy today. Hot Coffee, an interracial romance by Donna R. Mercer. A new release on December 3rd is now available for pre-orders on Amazon. Roman is a playboy, but one too many scandals has put his CEO position in jeopardy. He must find a nice girl one that the board of Hemingway Industries would approve of and get married before the new year. Kamaya is just the woman he needs with her wholesome, clean image. Roman is the one man who has ever held a place in her heart, but she has no plans of marriage, only philanthropy. So Roman must prove his love and earn Kamaya's trust, or risk losing it all. Everyone needs a little cream in their hot coffee. An Interracial Romance by Donna R. Mercer. For more information, visit www.donnarmercer.com. Hot coffee. Get your copy today. You are listening to Mahogany Says Radio Show with Mahogany Silvering. MahoganySilvering.net. Good evening, everyone. Thank you for joining us on the Mahogany Says Show. I am your host, Mahogany Silvering, and I have tonight a special co host with us tonight, Lauren. Lauren, say hello to everyone. Hi. Hi, everyone. Lauren. Lauren, yes, one of my favorite authors. (laughs) All right, so tonight we have, um, this is the end of our Black History Month, so we're going to talk about a little-known fact. Before Rosa Parks, there was a little girl named Claudette Colvin, who also refused to give up her seat on the bus. She was 15 years old, and this was uh, March the 2nd, 1955, and 
it was nine months before Rosa took her stand. But because she was a teenager, the movement kind of felt it would better off with Rosa because she was an adult. However, that refused to move out of her seat, and she said she just couldn't get up. She just refused to get up. And it didn't stop there. She was arrested and thrown in jail, and she was one of four women who challenged the segregation in court. If Browder versus Gale became a court case that successfully overturned bus segregation laws in Montgomery, Alabama, why was Claudette's story not mentioned? Well, that's again because she was a teenager at the time, and people wanted to associate her, you know, she wasn't, I guess, to the standards that Rosa Parks, they felt it would be better, the NAACP thought it would be better because Rosa was more visible, she was part of a middle-class neighborhood kind of thing, so they felt it would be better, but Claudette Coven still should not be lost in history. I think she should be mentioned, and so that's why I brought her on tonight as our little-known black history book. Did you know that, Lauren? I did, actually. Um, oh, there was cool. an article on a on a magazine earlier this month as well that I read, and it did a little feature on her, and they did an interview with her, I believe. Oh, wow. Okay. Nice. Well, definitely. Uh, also, tonight we have two special guests. We are going to be discussing for the next couple shows uh, the Lunchtime Chronicles. So we have, yes, which L. Lauren is also one of the authors. And we have tonight, we have Rihanna Mallory and Brooklyn Knight. Ladies, are you there? Hey. Yes, hello. Hi. Hi. (laughs) Well, you guys sound excited. And Brooklyn, I love your accent. I know. Thank I think you. we all do. <laughs> oh, my God. That's the part of everyone made it is. <laughs> oh, I love it. It is so di- it's so different. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us, uh, Brooklyn, uh, how did you get inspired to start writing? Well, I um, have actually been writing for as long as I can remember. It's funny because just the other day I was looking through my scrapbooks at my mom's house and she actually has the first story that I wrote. I was seven years old and it was like a five page story and it was stapled and it it was just like to look at it now as a woman. It's Mm -hmm. like, wow, this is what I was meant to do. You know what I mean? So I've literally been writing since I was a little girl. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So how about you, Rihanna? Um, Well, Brooklyn definitely has me beat on that one. (laughs) I was not not writing at that young of an age, although I've been, you know, I I was reading. I was just a voracious reader. Um, And really, you know, I I would recreate the stories in my head, right, Um, as I became Mm -hmm. a teenager where the heroines would look more like me. And so I would recreate the stories in my head, and then you know, um, you know, I really didn't get that true bug to to write and put something out to the public um, until you know, ten, eleven years ago. So um, the love of books and the love of reading and and writing and all of that was there, but I didn't actually commit until until much later in life. So 
Um, wow. But yeah, that's that's awesome for yeah. Wow, I wish I was writing at seven years old. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But, but it's funny because I've been writing for that long, but I only just published my debut last well, 2018. So you wow. know, you you are definitely yeah. like a, a front runner for me, having published 10, 11 years ago. I just started, but have been writing yeah. for a very long time. So yeah. Mahogany, oh, isn't that the beauty, though? You might, yeah. yeah, you might touch on that, but the beauty of, like, what this author world brings, like, Lauren, Brooklyn, myself, you, all of us have these just crazy journeys of how we got here, but then when we look around the room, it's like we're this, we're this sisterhood. It's like we don't we don't care about yeah. all that stuff. We're in this together. It's, it's actually pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Yes. It is. That's one of the things I really love and about Yeah. Yeah, and I think even for me, like as an international person, my first time connecting with authors in my genre and learning so much was when I went to iRace 2019 last year in Florida. And oh, wow. the support, the love, I mean, it, it's just a phenomenal, like, sorority of, like you said, sisters. And it's just so, you guys just embraced. It, it was an amazing experience for me and has definitely fueled me to keep going. So I'm grateful to all of you. Oh, yes. Most definitely. I feel you on that yeah. because it was my first time at IRAE as well. And like you said, Brooklyn, they welcome you with open arms and I felt the sisterhood. And even with working in this particular project, I can't ask for a more supportive group of ladies. So I appreciate y'all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. It'll it be my that. first year going, so I'm I'm excited because I've never been, and I didn't even know it existed until last year. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, well, we can't I, wait. We yeah. cannot wait. <laughs> I know. I'm I'm really excited to go because I've just like I had a long break, so for me, just getting back into back to publishing and back to more writing, it, it's really been great and I look yeah. forward to meeting all of you you know in person it's, it's going to be great because I've been reading your books and I'm like oh I'm over here fangirling <laughs> I was totally starstruck last year I was supposed to be an attending author and I was just this total groupie like when I met Theodora Taylor and I was like oh, oh my god I need an autograph it was horrible <laughs> I know is that something you're like at that point you're like well I'm not, I cannot be in the same group of women but you know what they're so amazing right? <laughs> <laughs> I what I'm here I'm watching I'm looking right at <laughs> So I guess that yeah, answers the question of yeah how long how long you've been writing so um, mm-hmm. that's great. <laughs> Have you always known you wanted to be a writer? I mean, I know Brooklyn did, but Rihanna, did you always know? No, I didn't actually. Um, I think I was content to be in my little reader bubble. Uh, mm-hmm. And I, I, you know, there was this thing inside of me that was like, you know what? Everyone, you know, they've got this. They've got a handle on this. They don't need me per se. And I didn't feel that that drive to actually uh, to write a story. Like I would, uh, you know, as I said, I would recreate stories in my head and I would 
do the what if scenarios and daydream and kind of go through the entire book in my head with me as the lead character, but I didn't mm-hmm. really, I, I didn't understand what that was or what, you know, what that need or drive was. So I didn't um, initially feel that I had been born to be a writer, but as I started along my journey, I kind of realized, well, maybe it had been there and I just didn't know how to get it out. Um, So, you know, so I, maybe I'm more of a, of a storyteller in my head and not necessarily a writer until I actually put it you know, pen to paper. And then that's when the true passion came out. I just didn't at the time know how to know do what that or what that meant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> I always wrote poetry when I was, when I was younger, anything that was bothering me or just, you know, I just didn't find inspiration in anything, but that's how I started mm-hmm. just, thinking, okay, I'd love to do this, but no, I never thought of it. Right. <laughs> But it's good to get, yeah, because I used to tell my sister, little sister stories at night. So uh, she was like, you got to publish something. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what advice would you give, uh, Rihanna, for, to a new writer, someone just starting out? Wow. I guess a couple pieces of advice I would say. One is just write the damn book, right? I mean, just, <laughs> just, just write the book. Just get it out because I think so much of us is held in fear yes. that we don't, we're afraid of, of putting ourselves out there. I think we all probably go through that same thing. Every time I release a book, I'm like in panic mode because, oh my gosh, this is going to be the one book that everyone hates and they're going to know I'm a fraud and everyone's going to hate me. And I'm never going to sell another book. <laughs> and, you know, but, but sometimes, you know, when you're just starting out, you're like, I don't want people to read it because what if they don't like the story? And, you know, yes, exactly. but I think number one, right, we all feel that. I think number one is just write the story. Just get the damn story, just whether it's pen and paper, yeah. computer, just write it. And And once you write it, you'll you'll know you know what to do next right but just start with that step um as number one and then number two and this is something i have to give credit to kasana um who you know has i've known her since kind of started out we both really started um with Jeannie johnson and jay lee at beautiful trouble publishing but kasana raised a question to me a few years ago when i was going through just a just some some questions about whether or not i wanted to continue and her question was, um, who do you write for? Right? And as a new author, you have to decide who do you write for. And if the answer, you know, whatever that answer is, the answer may be you write because you have a story inside your soul that you have to get out. The answer mm-hmm. may be you write because you want to entertain others. The answer may be you write because you want to make money. All of those, of course. They're your story. They're your foundation of why you want to write, but know the answer to that. And and once you are honest with yourself about why you're writing the story, then you go with that. Don't even if you tell the the outside world something totally different, you have to be honest with yourself about why you're actually writing the story. 
right? Because then that will then drive where you go from there. Because exactly. if you're if if you're writing the story for yourself because you just simply need to get the story out and you want to entertain, if you sold one book and that one person loved that book and you never sold another copy, would you be okay with that? Would that satisfy your author's soul? Right. Right. And Mm. again, that's the question you really have to ask yourself is if, if you're selling for you and just got to get it out, if one person bought it, would that be enough for you? Mm -hmm. Right. So I think as my advice to authors, and I and I went more on the, I mean you can get into the marketing and all that stuff, but I think that those conversations are much later once you realize the why of what you're doing. But as a new author, mm-hmm. you first have to understand why you're doing it. And if you're all about making money, then you know you got to just churn out the the stuff that people are going to buy, whatever it is. It yeah. may not be a book yeah. you love to read. You may never buy a book that you would write, <laughs> but it's going to make you money. And that, hey, do your thing. Like, I I cannot knock the hustle if that's why you're doing it, but be honest with yourself about why you're putting that story on paper. Yeah. Those would be my two key, you know, two key things of advice for new authors. Awesome. Awesome. And how about you, Brooklyn? Yeah, I mean, that I, I have my notepad out listening to Rihanna because that was fabulous. And, you know, I think no matter if you've been writing for one year or 10 years, like what she's just said, there's a still relevant questions and things that, you know, authors should consider. But I think for me, um, the most important thing for me in my new journey has been research and making sure that my product increases in um, when I say value meaning like it gets better so right. constantly I take classes mm-hmm. I take you know on craft and dialogue mm-hmm. and character because I think that once you begin to get a following people expect a certain quality yeah we're self-publishers but it doesn't have to look I my, my mantra is mm-hmm. my book the package should be able to sit on a Barnes and Noble shelf or a Walmart shelf and compete with any of the traditionally published products. Yes, I can see that I'm constantly researching, constantly bettering the craft. And so I think that's one thing that I would tell any author, make sure that you are getting better every time. Mm-hmm. No. Most yeah. That's so true. So true. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Rihanna's point, I have a question for you, Rihanna. Mm-hmm. When you're going through that, um, as far as deciding what your goal is when you're writing, do you agree mm-hmm. that it, it can change throughout your career? Whatever Absolutely. Your goal is to... Okay. Absolutely. And I think for, for me, mine has changed. Um, when I first wrote my very first book, uh, it was To Love a Marine. And the reason I wrote it is because I literally ran out of books to read. And, and I, I couldn't, I, I, I was so, I had found an author who wrote a, a, an interracial book. And I tell this story everywhere. Her name is Dorothy Coomson. And I read her, her book, Best Friend's Girl, 
And it was the very first book I read that was IR. And then I literally devoured every book I could find. I was on Lulu. I was on uh, Red Rose. I was on all uh, romance, you know, everything. And I would get like print books delivered constantly. Right. And so I, at one point I felt in my head, I had, I had literally run out of really good books to read. And I was so disappointed. I was just like, there has to be more. There has to be more. I mean, I could read, you know, three books in a day. And, and my husband was like, well, if you're looking for more, if you're looking for the type of stories that you want to read, don't you think other women are looking as well? So yes. write the book. <laughs> he was like, mm-hmm. write, write the book write the book you would want to read and just put it out there and it, because if you're hungry so are others and so when i first wrote to it's a you know short little novelette right but when i first wrote that book it was really just it was to get that story out i that was a, i needed to get that story out because i'm like wow you know what he's right you know, these stories that it, I'm, I've created these stories in my head for years. I've read stories for years. I have thousands of books here in my house and, you know, soft copy cover books in my house. And I'm like, okay, I am not the only woman looking for this type of story. So, it, so when I first started, it was I needed, I had a story to tell and I uh-huh. needed to get the story out over time that the, the the premise or my reasoning for writing has changed and now it's I want to entertain I want people to read a story and they're like oh my god I love this you know these characters or you know oh my gosh you know Connell is amazing or you know so now it's more of the <laughs> entertainment factor because I love hearing from readers how much they enjoyed the story that I told about this couple falling in love. So yes, I absolutely do believe um, motivations and reasonings can change. And shoot, a year from now, two years from now, maybe like, you know what, it is all about that money. I hope I never get there <laughs> for me personally. I hope that is never the driving force for me, but two years from now, who knows, right? So I, I, and then you can go back, right? You can go back because there's a story you have to tell that you just have to get out on paper. and. You know, I think I think what we need to feed our author soul is to tell um, the story in a way that is true to who we are um, and the characters that we want to bring to the world. And I think if we do anything other than that, it 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 shrivels us. It hurts us in our mm. you know in our in our soul as an author that we can't tell the story we truly want to write. And so. Um, you know, as Brooklyn said, we're, you know, like constantly improving on her craft. Absolutely. Ten years down the road, I am still taking classes and dialogue. And yeah. So I am so, I wow. completely agree. You never stop. Oh, you never, I, I me personally, I don't think you can ever stop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. Most definitely. Mm-hmm. Lauren, do you have another question for Miss Brooklyn? So, are we going to move into the Lunchtime Chronicles, or yes. do we still want to leave general? <laughs> no, we're going to get into because... the Lunchtime Chronicles. 
Yes, and because I am so excited about the Lunchtime Chronicles. And Brooklyn, your serve has already broken records, girl. You Yay. are a number one bestseller. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. And I, I put, when I saw this, I actually had a dream about it. I didn't tell the team this, Ciara um, and Brianna. I did. I had a dream. like this, So I released it. And then I went to sleep, and I had this dream. All I saw were orange banners. Like, I'm not even joking. It was so ridiculous. And I woke up, and then I saw the orange banner. And I had gotten one for my release um, five years, but it said number one new release. So I was all excited about that. So when I saw the one when served, I was like, oh, another orange banner. And I looked, and I was like, number one bestseller? That's different. (laughs) 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 I was was on Google, what's the difference between? (laughs) But I knew. (laughs) I I think Lauren said it. It's it's the group. It's the team. It's the ABBA. It's the mentoring. It's Rihanna. These ladies. I mean, so we released the first one was the week before mine. But there were Mm -hmm. months of strategizing and planning um, you know, that went into what what we're seeing now because even um Zyla, she's just released hers and it's got the banner on it. So it's just it's just amazing. The, the wow. group is amazing. It is and we lucked out Brooklyn because they already did their trial run with the season one and they set the standard. So we kinda lucked out and then we had a whole bunch of pressure on us. To keep writing the story, so. <laughs> I knew. I was like, oh my God, am I good enough? <laughs> I was like, can, can I live up to the standards? <laughs> You're there. I feel so good. I'm like, oh, Lord, my hand's coming out. <laughs> well, I think I've only read uh, the Red Light Special, so uh, I have served and I think, is it Prime Rib on my t- t- mm-hmm. red list? And blackberry pie. So that's when that comes out. I'm looking for that one too. So definitely. So we're gonna tell us a little bit about blackberry pie. Ooh, so blackberry pie. Oh my gosh. So okay. So I have. So all of mine, if you can't tell, my titles for my lunchtime chronicles are are of course based on you know of course the whole series and theory is based on food and eating and it was supposed to be a um, a short story that you could devour during your lunch hour, right? So that's kind of where right. so you'll notice why all the titles are that way, right? So all three of my stories are connected in some way with the Nooner and then Red Light Special and then Blackberry Pie. So okay. Blackberry Pie, I have to warn everyone, and I, I put I even put Uh-oh. a disclaimer on on my Facebook page. Logan is a freak, and but not in a bad way. Right, not in a really, 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 really good way. Uh, Logan <laughs> is, you know, but. But, but you know, it's a little bit of insta-love, you know, insta-lust with them. And they, yes. they meet, they're on the streets of D.C., and he's a lieutenant colonel in the Army. He's a surgeon. He's, he's all, he's the full package. Um, and Alicia, you know, when she meets this man, literally crashes into him. Um, she's attracted, but a part of her doesn't understand why he's so attracted to her. 
right? Mm. She's she's beautiful. She's all that, but it she, you know, she's been hurt before, right? And so, but meeting this man and he's so determined to to date her, so determined to to spend time with her. Um, she's a little like, hmm, okay, I'm not sure what this is all about, but I'm gonna go with it, and I'm gonna have mm-hmm. fun. So um, they spend this this passionate, amazing time together, um, and then once the weekend is over, she's questioning the, was it real? Um, and so it's a short, sensual, powerful, sexy story that delves into the insta-lust, into the, you know, is is a weekend, uh, you know, a long weekend enough to really find the person that you connect with. But throughout, mm-hmm. I mean, there is sex. There is, like, sex and then more sex and then more <laughs> sex. So I'm just like, <laughs> but kind of all of my stories are like that. It's a lot of sex, especially in these lifetime chronicles. So. <laughs> Right now. Trying to go out, but yeah, all the couples are connected, so we all know each other. But <laughs> there is nothing and wrong that with that. Is coming all. out when? Uh, so Blackberry Pie is coming out on March 18th. So after oh, okay. uh, Lauren, uh, I think yours is March. Si- wait, six, fourth, six or fourth? Yeah, fourth. Okay, and then there's a week break. Yeah, and then mine comes out uh, after that. Okay. So we give everybody a week to catch up on the story. You just calm yeah. down a little bit, and then you get heated back. And then, we pow. And then <laughs> pow. Another one hits you. All right. That sounds good. I got to see. I got to read this. I guess. All of them. Oh, yeah. I need to read all of them. <laughs> Honestly, I'm starting just now, just getting to the end of my Christmas stories. <laughs> so now I gotta start. <laughs> I had a little break here because we're packing, so uh, finally getting this stuff out the way. <laughs> oh, I know. But all right, so we're gonna take a. Oh yes. Oh yeah. So, oh my gosh, I, I just I've always wanted to write a call boy. Yeah, I just imagine with the hat and you know, I don't know. So then I, I was looking through um you know the stock photos and I saw a cult and I was like, Oh my god, this is him And once I see my characters, they just start talking to me. And so served we have our heroine, her name is Savannah, but she runs a high end men's club type thing. So she is referred to as Madame Electra. That's her her stage name. Oh. And she's actually on the run from police because she's harboring, you know, she has girls that are working for her who have, like, criminal backgrounds. So Colt is this bounty hunter, and he sees her picture on the NCU dating website, mm-hmm. which is Messy Mandy's website, and that's how he finds her. Um, but they have this whole history. They were together in college, and... He made some dumb mistakes, and she left him. So when he finds her, he is not letting her do. Yes, it's a very, like, Beyonce does a very quick story. He was like, give me 24 hours, mama. That's all I need, 24 hours. And I'm sorry, 48 hours. 
He's like, just give me 48 hours, and he, he wins her back. But it takes, it's a bit of work for him, but he's a cowboy, so he's used to working hard. So, yeah, it's, just, it's a nice little story. <laughs> and, yeah, there's sex. There's sex. <laughs> there's a lot of sex. That's one of the criteria for the genre. Yes, it is. Most definitely. So, actually, ladies, who who came up with the whole lunchtime? Was that you, Rihanna? No, that was actually Sierra London. Ah, okay. She. So Sierra, um, she had a. I think her and Olivia Gaines actually came up with the premise of having these connected stories. Um, really, it, that would bring you know various authors together. We would help share support promote market each other's books, which would then allow us to cross over into each other's audiences because, mm-hmm. you know, and how, how visible it was with Messy Mandy, uh, you know, talking about our books and the gossip page and, you know, yes, all being awesome. connected, right? How it, it, and so there was this whole premise behind Messy Mandy is her whole, is another different person. She's her own character that kind that connect all of these stories together um and you know the people and the places and how we all you know how we all bring the stories to light and so um when sierra and olivia approached myself and zyla turner for season one we were we were absolutely on board because we saw the potential and what these stories could be they weren't mm-hmm. full-length novels. They were, you know, good, you know, strong novella length, but it was in a, uh, I want to say a different sort of different niche because we would focus on the books being erotica. Right. And not just the romance. And so, but this was all Sierra London and, and, and Olivia Gaines. I actually think they had a brainstorming session one day and kind of came up with all this and it actually was, you know, it was such an amazing uh, idea, but yeah, I, I, I want to give props to Sierra. She really kind of started the ball rolling on this. Nice. She sure did. And like I said, she, she mentored me and I guess, you know, Lauren can maybe vouch for this too. We're new. We're in season two and just the way she kind of um, pushed us along and stretched us. You know, I, I'm, mm-hmm. I've done things that I've never done and been exposed to strategies that I didn't know about thanks to Sierra. Um, mm-hmm. So it, it's been a really, really amazing experience. It has. Sierra has been awesome. She she has yeah. our back. She has a plan. She sees it ahead of time and, and mm-hmm. has a whole plan for us. And we know exactly where we're going and what to do and she stays on us because sometimes we forget to post on Messy Mandy sites. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, be a, he be aggressive about it sometimes too, like that passive aggressive. I'm, I'm like, <laughs> like, yeah, do this right now. Like, oh, okay. 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 And she puts the heart afterwards. <laughs> Yeah, the heart. <laughs> yeah. Love you. I love you. <laughs> that is awesome. 
who knew this was going to be so big? I mean, it just seems like it's just yeah. come full circle, especially with season two. Yeah, and you know, we had no idea how this thing would would pan out. Like we we weren't sure if season two would would you know happen because we we didn't know. And you know, season one was like our our test run to see how the response would be and we kicked it off at IRAE last year, uh, Brooklyn and Lauren, I don't know if you recall us wearing our shirts and I you know, talking yeah, about mess with the bags. Yeah. And then this yep. year at IRAE is when we close it out. So it's been a year run where we actually started putting this whole thing out, but we didn't know how it was going to happen you know, or if people would really respond to it. And, it has just surpassed everything. And, you know, even though each, I will say, right, and I hope good graces knock on my, knock on wood, I hope I am not jinxing anything, but every book don't that say has it. released. Don't say it. Don't oh, say don't, it. Okay. Don't we say love, it. everyone loves the book. I'm just going to go there. And okay. we are so happy. We're so happy that season one and season two have been so well received by everyone. I'm going to leave it at that. Nice. <laughs> I, I hear you. I hear you. Right. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Whoopah, whoopah. Shake it off, shake it off. <laughs> I'm about to be bald over here. <laughs> now, Brooklyn and I have another book coming out after our first releases. Brooklyn, you want to tell us about the next one? Yeah, so... This one, like Rihanna said, it's, it's linked to Serve. So in Serve, there is my heroine and my, my hero and heroine, they have their sidekicks. So this one is going to be called Double Dick. And um, oh. my characters, are, they're just starting to talk to me, so I can't tell you much, but I know that I can't tell you that in Serve, they were on their way. They had eloped. And um, the two characters... Um, Oh my God, his name just left me. But so, yeah, so I can't divulge much at this point, but it's called Double Dip. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're talking about his friend? Colt's friend? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, Colt's friend and, and Savannah's the girl that she was saving. They've run off to get married. And so it's going to be a little roller coaster ride for them with a lot of sex, of course. But, you know, it's going to be, it should be nice. Oh, the newlyweds. They're supposed to. Well, yeah, she's supposed to be. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, um, Rihanna, what's next for you? Uh, well, after this one, um, after Blackberry Pie, my next one is a is a paranormal that is releasing at IRA each. Um, it is the second book uh, in it, it, it's the second book in a series and the first book was Odin's Honor which was my Christmas holiday release. Ooh. And so, I that yeah. Did you read it? I love that book. <laughs> Odin. Odin. Who's so Odin. awesome. <laughs> Odin doggy. Oh, the doggy. <laughs> so this, so the next story coming out is his his best friend Tobias, and uh-huh. Tobias, uh huh, and Tobias, 
Um, he is um, Alpha Supreme, and Alpha Supreme, one of the one of the the the, the things with that, one of the characteristics is that, is that they must be in a menage. They must be in a they must be a triad. Right. So, um, so that book is you know Wolf Shifter, Paranormal, um, but it's Tobias' story, and we've already met his alpha bitch in book one. <laughs> But we have not yet met uh, their Omega, and their Omega is a male. Mm. Ooh. Oh, yeah, okay. I love it. I already got the cover, and it's called Alpha's Rise. Ooh. Uh-huh. Ooh, okay. And so that, yeah, buddy. And so that one, that's going to be my next one. So it's going to be a menage, um, male, female, male, wolf shifters, but it's the sex. So we'll see Odin. Uh, we'll see Odin again, little Christopher. So we'll see that whole family again because they'll be so connected to Tobias because Odin and Tobias are so close. Um, and mm-hmm. but that'll come out in April at IRAE. So I'm, I'm extremely excited. I'm hoping I can do that story justice. Of course, I always get just so frantic uh, whenever I write a new book, but um, I really, really do want to do justice to that second book because it's really kind of setting up, you know, well, Odin, you know, Odin's honor set up a, a little bit of the world. It's going to be solidified in Alpha's rise. Um, and then it's going to, you know, knock on wood if, if everything goes well with Alpha's rise, then there are going to be more books in that world um, that kind of just build on that family, that community, and, and how that whole wolf shifter world works in that, in that particular series. So I am, I am so excited about that book. Wow, it sounds exciting. I can't wait to see that one. Definitely. So, Miss Lauren, do you have any other questions? Let's see. And you told us about your latest project. Brianna, can you tell us your favorite out of all the many, many 10 years of writing? Your favorite book and why? Of mine? Yes. My favorite book of mine? Okay. Um, ooh, oh, good. Oh, jeez. Um, <laughs> the favorite book of mine. Okay. I, you know, I, I, I will say Finding Faith. I think. I think, but I love all my books. I love, you know, some I love more than others. Like, can I have like a five-way tie or something? Like, oh, this honor, this honor, and then homecoming. I love homecoming, and the, you know, so. But, but I will, I, I will say, you know what? I'll say Finding Faith because that was the very first full-length novel I wrote. Okay. I'll, I'll count it as that. Um, it was a very first full-length novel. Everything else had been novella, novelette. It was a little bit shorter, and that's where I cut my teeth. But Finding Faith, I wanted to sit down, and I wanted to write a story where I took the reader through this journey with the characters. And with with Faith and, and what she went through and, and everything – that that story entailed, um, I felt the pain she was that I was putting her through, um, mm-hmm. and the hurt that I was putting her through, 
And there is still a scene in that book um, that where Cooper, I don't know if you guys have read that one. I don't want to spoil it completely, but there's a scene in that book where Cooper asks Faith to do something, right? He asks her to, um, I guess it's not telling the story, but he asks her to, to babysit his daughter while he goes on a date with someone else. Wow. Yeah. And the pain she feels in her heart at that moment, oh, it's, 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 I, I, I don't want to say we've all been there, but we've all felt some yeah. type of heartbreak like that, mm-hmm. where you just like, <laughs> you're just like, is this really happening right now? Right. And, and, <laughs> And, and I still have readers. Uh, I have this one reader, Dory. I love her so much. Every time she sees me, she says, I still have not forgiven you for what you made Cooper do. And I'm like, I didn't make Cooper do anything. Cooper did that himself. Cooper was the he did it on him. You know, mm-hmm. but, but that book was like, it just, like, and I, I, I love it because, again, first novel, but I took the readers, I, I tried to take the readers on this journey with faith of, you know, the, the title is a play, of course, Finding Faith. Faith has to find out who she is as a, as a woman, as a, as a person, as a partner, and what she's willing to accept. Cooper, he's a widower, and he's raising his little daughter, Madison. He's, he finds the next great love of his life when he thought he never would. His wife, oh. he, he thought she was it for him. And Faith, when he, when he finds Faith, um, she becomes so much a part of him that his life is could never be the same without her in it. And so that you know that's the kind of story I wanted to tell. And and so I would say finding Faith really started my love of writing. Just those, I don't know. It's, it's something about the emotion in that story that still gets to me to this day. There are other stories I've written that have that emotion, escape to heaven, and all that stuff. We can fling, but nothing. But finding faith was that was the one that did me in. That kind of started a whole new chapter um, in how I wrote books. So, wow. So, how yeah. many books have uh, published? Right now, I think I have. Oh, I have 30, 30, 39, 39 books, 38, 39 books, and uh, one of, I'm sorry, 38, because one, one of them has six, you know, Wicked Nights, it has six short stories in it, mm-hmm. um, but it's it's 30, yeah, 30, 38 books that I've, I've written and published. Some are really short, some are longer. Um, but yeah, I, and you know, it's, it's crazy because for a while, you know, I was, as I said earlier, I was, I was questioning whether or not I even wanted to continue. Um, but then I had to think about if I, you know, what if I never wrote another book again, would I be happy? And no, I wouldn't. And so I got set my ass down and just wrote the book. <laughs> I, just wrote, I just wrote the damn book. <laughs> but yeah, I'm trying right. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's been a crazy journey, I tell you. <laughs> so, Brooklyn, how many books have you written and published? Um, served makes my mind. 
Um, so I try to drop a new title every three months. And so I think that ties into what Rihanna was saying about having a strategy and knowing what you're writing for. Um, so I try to drop something every three months. Um, but so far I have nine. Nine books. Awesome. Yeah. That's nice. That's great. Yeah. I'm working my way up on Rihanna's status. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brooklyn's Alpha series. I love that series. Oh, yes. Yeah, Remy. Oh, my oh, God. I Remy that Moretti. <laughs> I had mm. readers emailing me for T-shirts. They're like, we need T-shirts of Remy Moretti. I'm like, yeah, he was back then. <laughs> 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 <Awesome>. <laughs> yeah, I love Remy. Sure, I love him. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah, is he awesome. was really fun to us. <laughs> That was my first shifter, and that was funny because it came out of um, my my a series that I had written before that nothing to do with paranormal. And one night I just woke up, and it just hit me. Oh my God, this guy is a wolf! And I had no knowledge of how to write paranormal, so of course I had to do the research. But he <laughs> turned out to be an alpha wolf, and the readers read. That's still my best-selling book to this day like porn it it sell it outsells everything else. So yeah. Wow. People like that one. Wow. Yeah, I love yeah that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Love it. Love it. I'm I'm total reader. Total. Yep. I'm a reader. Love it. I think I'm actually seeing that one on Amazon, so I'll have to yeah, I'm gonna have to put that on my list too. Oh it's so mm, so good. <laughs> But hey, I really love Pie. That was awesome. The way you did with hey, Melody. I, that I was, love Pie. Yes. That was it's excellent. So because I think it's, yeah, it's underrated. So I, I'm going to have to um, work on marketing that one because I really did think that was a, a good. You know how you write, and Lauren, you guys know your old authors. You know how you write something and you know this is a good story? Like, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. like, everything just fits. That's how I feel about Pied. Yes, I mean, it, that it was really the one was. where I yeah. told the Pied Piper tale. Um, mm-hmm, Pied yeah. Piper of Hamlin, who led the rat. I redid him. I recreated. I gave him a love story. And I just think, and it had a really good message. You know, yes, it, it, I thought it, that was really good. Yeah, so I need to, I need to push that one a little bit harder. Yes, I, I agree. That because that was really good, and that's why I I did the review, and I was like, yeah, I read, it and I was like, oh my god, this is good. <laughs> I never thought about it that way, but that really makes sense. The way you, the way you had it set up, it was really good. <laughs> yeah, um, Patrick, like Patrick she, she, Yeah, like she you could see whenever he was playing. I thought, oh my gosh, wow, that is, I could I can envision that. Like like as if I was sitting there watching yeah. a movie. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Yeah, and even because if you know in the fairy tale, he used the flute to lure the rats and then the children. So right. Mm-hmm. They're thinking that he could lure her with his magic, but it wasn't enough. You know, mm-hmm. it, I just thought it was. It was. I really liked it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I really did. That was awesome. So. Uh, <laughs> I know, so we've got 
a lot, 10 years experience here. And then Brooklyn, you've been writing for a long time, but you've, you've actually just started publishing since 2018. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. August, 2018. So it'll be two years in August. Wow. That is amazing. That is really good, mm-hmm. right? And and El Lawrence, she's been writing for three or four years now. You say, yep. or publishing? Twenty sixteen. All right. Twenty sixteen is my first. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's, that's like, that's four years. Wow. Twenty twenty. <laughs> right. Twenty twenty is the year for all of us. I tell you, we're all going to do great things in twenty twenty. I definitely think that's going to be the year. It is definitely going to be the year because 2018 I was a mess, but <laughs> 2020, yes, awesome. And and getting to know all of you guys and reading your books is like it's been great because it, it was really you know the 10 years ago when I started there was hardly any. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. You probably went all. through what I did. You ran out of all the good yeah, books. Like, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Between Ray Laurie and I think uh, yep. was it uh Dahlia Rose was during that time too. So yeah. Dahlia, yes, Dahlia was there, Shara Azad, yeah. Yeah. Laverne is there too, Laverne Thompson. It's, okay. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. All these women you're gonna be yeah. hanging out with come I already eat, just so you know. Ten years ago, like that, I knew that you know I I never met in person, but like Ray Lord, she was kind of mentoring me because I didn't really know I was like really new and like I didn't know how I wanted to what I wanted to write. I did not know that question to answer your question that you asked earlier. I didn't know why I was yeah. writing. I just knew that the story mm-hmm. was there and I had to get it out. I didn't really it, I wasn't focused on was it mm-hmm. money or any of that. I just wanted yep. to get the stories out that I had, and there was one story that just kept mm-hmm. beating my brain. I couldn't get it out. Until I wrote it down, and then it stopped. <laughs> but I just had yeah. to you know, get the stories out of time. So, uh, but it's it's amazing to see how much in the time span grown to be huge, you know, into you know being able to have the expo, and it's just amazing. And I'm just mm-hmm. really floored to see all of this to come fruition and finding new authors that are getting their feet in and just like. Wow, yeah. I'm just glad to see it grow so much, and I appreciate mm-hmm. all of you. Like, like it's amazing to see it. <laughs> I know, I'm really, really well, looking forward. <laughs> yeah, why well, think about like it, with IRA or even yeah, even without the event itself, I think what you'll what you'll find is there are some really um, supportive authors, and the author community can be really supportive because. For the most part, and I, I I don't want to speak for for anyone per se, but I think for the most part we're all readers as well. Yeah. And so, you know, we want to read a good book, and we want to root for all, you know, all all the black women. But we want to root for all, you know, <laughs> we just read a book it's good. But I'm just saying, sometimes we need to have a little bit of sisterhood for women of color who are yes. writing these stories and telling our stories, whether we're, we're black, Asian, Latina, whatever, who are telling exactly. our stories of women of color finding love. I mean, they are 
you know, in our stories, these women are, are the men love them and they love them hard they as hell. Yeah, they do. They right? They, they love fight. They are They will fight. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes, they will fight for them until they're dying breath because that is that woman belongs to them. She is there. She is the love of their life, and they will yeah. never give her up. Those are the kind of stories mm-hmm. we want more of, right? So the more yes. authors yeah. that come and and tell those stories, the pie is big enough for everyone Everybody. to have a yes. pie. Amen. Yes. <laughs> everyone <laughs> have a pie. Here's- yeah, and there's no competition because it's not like, you know, Rihanna's going to put out a book and Brooklyn's going to put out a book and I'm just going to buy Rihanna's and not Brooklyn. There's no competition with this. So it's mm-hmm. like to help one another and support one another. We all grow and we all move forward. It's, it's, just a, yeah. it's a really beautiful concept. And I yes. think for me, when I went last year to IRAE, I, I, it was just to be hit in the face with it. It was like, oh, my goodness. And I'm just an island girl. I, I literally come from an island with 65,000 people. That is it. So, you know, wow. I'm doing this in my corner to, to come up with all of these beautiful black women. We weren't going to let right? you in the like, corner of wow. Brooklyn. <laughs> no. no, I'm putting Brooklyn in a corner. I think we're about to end, but the other thing yeah. I like, and I, it happened because when I write, I don't, I don't outline. I just really let my characters drive me. I really like, like in Torn, we have our, the heroes fighting for these girls, but when mm-hmm. the girls fight for the heroes, it is so powerful. Mm-hmm. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like when the girls take up the mantle and they fight for their men. Exactly. Like, wow. I, mm-hmm. it's, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree. Yes, most definitely. Well, so, in the future, is on have, Amazon, right? Yeah, I was just about to say that. I was going to ask, like, uh, tell our <laughs> listeners where where they can find your your books, how many different places, and if you have a website. Uh, sure. Okay, well, I'm on Amazon. Amazon. Go ahead, Rihanna. Oh, sure. Okay. Um, so, yep, I'm on Amazon. All my books are on Amazon. Um, they can find my author page and everything is listed. I also have a website, uh, com, And then you can find me also on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Just type in my name, Rihanna Mallory, and you'll find me everywhere. So I love to connect with people and definitely, you know, reach out, friend me, follow, whatever, you know, whatever floats your boat. But, yes. Awesome. Yeah, and same okay, for and me, I guess. I'm on Amazon, Brooklyn Knight. Knight is K-N-I-G-H-T. Um, all of my books are there. I have a website also. It's www.brooklynknightauthor.com, and you'll see all of my stuff. Amazon, I'm sorry, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Just plug me in, and I should pop up. Okay, Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us, ladies. And I had a great talk and know you a little better, and also being to share with others your books and uh, the Lunchtime Chronicles. And I'm looking forward to meeting some of the next next show, uh, some more Lunchtime Chronicles. Um, El Lauren will be back along with. Uh, are you with Zyla? Yes. Yes. Okay. 
Okay. So yeah. next week, Zyla Turner and Ella Lauren. So thank you for coming on the show, and thank you for hosting with me, Ella Lauren. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely. I'm glad you joined us because I know you knew more about this lunchtime. You knew what questions to ask. So I was like, I was going to do a little bit, but I wanted to like forget about experience. So even though we are winding down, we may not be live, but we're still recording, so it'll be okay because it'll still be included in the show when I go ahead and upload it to other sites and also on iHeartRadio. So that will be wonderful. So thank you all for joining us this evening and. I hope you have a great evening, and I look forward to meeting you guys at IRAE because <laughs> that was I'm really excited, and I'll be also doing a live broadcast from there. So we'll be um, other authors, and um, gonna get with uh, was it Sherry or is it Ch- Sherry or Cherry? <laughs> She's one of the organizers, so oh, I'm gonna get with her. Denise, get there. Denise. Denise. yeah. That's, Denise, yeah, mm-hmm. her last name is Cherry. Okay. Yeah, her last name is Cherry, yes. <laughs> I'm sorry, I got brain fog. in your moment sometimes. But <laughs> and also, I want to wish Brooklyn a happy birthday because today is her, also her birthday. Oh, yes. Happy yeah, it was on Sunday. Happy birthday. 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 Thank you. I'm proud about being 40, girl. <laughs> no, I do. You're okay, going to be 40. <laughs> I know. I was gonna... <laughs> I'm grandma over here, so you know what? <laughs> Welcome to the club. <laughs> <laughs> yep, hot flashes and all, right? <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> I know. I've had those for a minute now, so I'm like, I'm ready. To, I'm ready to be done with it. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> All right. So well, thanks, thanks again. for having me. I had so much fun. Thank you. You yes, are welcome. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. This is great. And I also thanks, want to you know, probably have you guys come back on when you have your new releases that are coming out. So for your second books to um, either Lunchtime Chronicles or the next book that you have coming out, because I read Odin. So I definitely want to read the next one. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. All right. Thank you, so Thank you so much. have been listening to Mahogany Sets with Mahogany Silverine at mahoganysilverine.net. Thank you and good night.